Esther. You know what to do, just listen to Esther. Say positive and fun, it's Esther Club. Hello, welcome to Esther Club. I'm out here, a messy fool with, as always, single socks that don't have their mates from the laundry folding station here on my couch in my office slash playroom slash life room. Um, How is everyone this week? Thank you so much for selling out my Taco Bell, my 90s Taco Bell Sleepover by Esther collection. Um, I ended up throwing some extra pieces out on pre-order. A lot of you guys have been asking, they're out of my size for the pre-order, what's going on there? It's because I only had a certain number of undyed items, so I literally put everything up on the site that I had left in stock that can go be dyed. So there's, I know there's a bunch of medium hoodies left. Um, I think there's a few shirts, so if you're still interested, you can go to sleepoverbyester.com they're being dyed right now so it'll take like two weeks to ship but you can still reserve one um but thank you so much for your guys support and some of you guys have already received it from the first batch and it's so much fun seeing everyone wearing it i feel like this is probably this has to be my most successful collection because everybody loves 90s taco bell table so um that's that. Quickly, eatbehave.com. Use code Esther for free shipping. I pretty much can't live without these sour, these low sugar sour gummies and the regular gummies. I really love them. Eatbehave.com. Code Esther. Free shipping. I think that's all the businessy stuff to get aside. So today I wanted to do questions. We asked you guys for questions. Our lovely intern Maddie, uh, who's running the, who runs the Esther Club podcast Instagram, got questions from you guys. She uploaded them to me, and I'm just gonna. I have not looked at them yet. So this is like, I don't know what today holds. I don't really want to know. Um, why there's like dog hair on my mic, but I don't have a dog that sheds, so that's a mystery. Okay, people wanted to know about my Flaming Hot Cheetos experience. So, I had never tried Cheetos. I don't know why. I just always looked at Cheetos and thought they looked, like, gross, which is weird. I've always loved Doritos, both flavors. Ugh, even just when I say the word Doritos, I just get crazy. Like, my mouth waters, and I want Cool Ranch. I want nacho cheese. And I've always tried every single vegan, every, like, fake healthy Dorito on the market. None of them are good. None of them are even okay. They're all really, really bad. So I just had never tried Cheetos. I don't know why. I always think of them as cheese puffs. And I always think of like those big clear jars of cheese puffs that you'd see at like at um, Costco or Sam's Club. We buy it in bulk and it's just this big clear jar of cheese puffs and they just look gross to me. They look like toxic. They look just like they don't even taste good. Um, so I've always associated Cheetos with that. So I'm like, no, not interested. And you know, on Bloodbath, the new podcast that I co-host, we've been like, what are foods we can try each episode? You know, what's crazy thing is because we try this thing called durian fruit, which is this Filipino, is it a Filipino delicacy? It smells like mango. It feels like squishy vomit and smells and tastes like garlic. It is just vile. It has, it's just, I like don't want a mango for a long time because it just brings up the sense memory. Anyways, So I said I never tried Cheetos. So they brought me Flaming Hot Cheetos. I was really nervous to try them. 
I bit into them. They were fucking delicious. They were amazing. They were so fucking tasty. I couldn't believe it. it was love at first bite, like first serious. So then my mom called me and she's like, my parents called me and they're like, oh, we love Cheetos. And I'm like, what? I've never seen you guys have Cheetos. Like we've never had Cheetos in our house. And she's like, oh, your dad and I always hid them from you. And I'm like, what? Why? And she's like, and then I had to hide them from your dad. I would eat the Cheetos at work. I'd buy them on my lunch break and keep them in my desk and have a few every day. And I'm just like, oh, I didn't realize that my family had a history of like hoarding and hiding Cheetos. But now I know. And I don't understand it. I don't know why, but that's just apparently been going on for generations. I mean, one and a half generations. So I love the Flaming Hot Cheetos. If I was ever on a road trip at a gas station, 100%, that would be the first thing I reach for. Um, I'm taking a flight tomorrow. So if I am at the airport and feeling like it's safe to eat Cheetos or I have a snack, I'm going to get Flaming Hot Cheetos. I just feel so empowered now like that I can just be like running about town and grab, my, grab me up a Flaming Hot Cheetos. I mean, I get why they're such a cultural touch point and why they're always referenced now because they deserve the press. They deserve the adoration. They are that good. Um, how often should you get new underwear? I don't fucking know. Like never. I I don't know. Why would why is that a question? I feel like here's the thing. And this is part of why I started the clothing line this past year is because I used to really like despise clothes like clothing was always like a very sore subject for me one trying it on makes my me feel really insecure about my body um I don't like thinking about what I'm gonna put on you know I was really it was like just a sore point not a source of fun or joy and then once COVID hit and people were not leaving their house and I had very little to live for I realized that putting on clothes every morning even if it was just sweatpants and a t-shirt really was like fulfilling and it felt like oh changing into a new outfit every day like it just felt really good and gave me self-esteem and I liked how certain things made me feel and made me look and so that kind of got me into seeing oh this is why people buy clothes this is why people you know try new things and stuff so I just would say that my rule of thumb with new underwear is the same rule of thumb with all new clothes it's like when you can spend the money to buy something to make you feel a little bit more confident or give you a little more pep in your step go for it um I again I used to really not be into that and now I really love clothes and I the word fashion is still kind of a turn off to me like I don't because the world of fashion is so rancid like super skinny hot rich people like fuck you um so that word is still pretty loaded to me but I think just like thinking of clothes apparel garments wardrobe like let me have some fun too. And that is part of like sleepover bastard. It's like, oh, I'm gonna have so much fucking fun and wear literal handmade art pieces, but be comfy and not feel like restricted or, you know, like I hate tight clothes. I hate tight clothes. I hate tight clothes. That's my motto. Okay. Um, experience at the goop ghost kitchen so this past week I drove to the goop ghost kitchen in Santa Monica and I don't know if you guys know about ghost kitchens but it's like you're on your postmates app or your doordash app and you see this like 
new restaurant. You've never heard of it. You've never seen it. Well, that's because it's not real. It's just like a name and they're just operating off of that brand name out of some podunk random kitchen and branding it as something new. So that's basically what the Goop is. So Gwyneth Paltrow's website, Goop, they started their own ghost kitchen. So there's no real storefront. It's just like a kitchen in the back of some ghost kitchen hub. Um, and I would have ordered it delivery, but they didn't, they have a really small delivery zone. So I drove there. Um, I got two salads. I got, um, like a chopped Italian salad and I got a miso salmon salad and the packaging was very goopy. Here's the thing. Knowing that it's not like a real goop restaurant makes it a less true experience. Like showing up, seeing that it's just on some random from some random spot like I didn't really taste the branding (laughs) and I know you think I sound crazy but I also know you know what I mean it's like if I was sitting at some like super green outdoor perfectly primed cafe I would feel like what I was eating was super perfect healthy but that kind of got diminished from the experience but the food was good um very flavorful they definitely there's a lot of thought into the salad recipes because they have a lot of ingredients, a lot of flavor. Um, the cookies were like gluten-free, vegan, chocolate chip cookies, way too sweet, absolutely nothing special at all. Um, would definitely skip the cookies. Like they're just, I don't know. I, I, I would have liked to have seen some smoothies on the menu because I feel like goop recipes are popular for their smoothies. I just felt like I don't, I, here's the thing. I would expect for how fucking annoying and obsessive with LA culture that I am, that when I would try Goop restaurant, I would need to have it every meal, every day. I'd be obsessed, like need it all. And I have no real strong desire to go back. So I feel like that right there sadly does say it all. But if they ever opened up like a real restaurant, I would try that experience out for sure. And it would probably be exactly the same. So people have asked for a garden update, which seems obviously like the most boring fucking subject in the world, but I'm here to serve it up for you. I have these tiny garden beds in my backyard. Now, I, they're too small, right? There's like, I just totally like fucked up. You know, I look at my girlfriends who garden um, and they have these giant garden beds and like they, they just did it right for some reason. Like I was so, I was like, well, I'm barely going to do this. So just do little ones and save. Cause I'm, I'm, you know what I'm addicted to is floor space, empty floor space, whether it be in a yard, in a room, I love empty floor. And I think this comes from being a person who always wanted to be dancing in my room and that's it dancing in my room in front of my mirror so like I hate furniture I actually like don't even like furnishing things I'm very against it like I just I want my rooms to be as empty as possible and I wanted my yard because as you guys I'm sure everyone knows yard space especially in cities is so hard to come by that when I found even just a little bit I'm like I do not want to waste it on any anything so I made these garden beds really tiny which absolutely was a mistake they should be bigger but so I decided okay what's an easy way to expand my gardening but like inexpensive so I ordered on Amazon these like just these little garden buckets right they're like made of felt so 
because basically they need to be made of something where the water can like exit the building exit the bucket so I got these small buckets so I could add to my gardening and I've actually done a bit of like kind of a good chunk of stuff these past few weeks so um first of all thank you to last year for getting me into gardening because it's something that is the perfect like passive hobby you do it a little bit here and there you go as you wish you reap what you sow you know that old saying you reap what you sow gardening it's true so I'm really obsessed with mint growing mint um again I never eat it I never use it I just have this fantasy of wanting to have the most mint ever it wards spiders away it smells really good and natural and healthy um so I have a bed of mint and I recently made a a a very exciting addition to my bed of mint and I added pineapple mint and it's literally mint that smells also like pineapple which reminds me of this juice drink I used to get at press juicery called the pineapple apple mint so good I did used to work there and one time I worked there and I trained at the location in Brentwood and one time Harrison Ford came in I could not believe how old he was honestly it was this was five or six years ago I was like oh my god people celebrities get old too that's really weird and he had earring I think he had multiple earrings it's just like okay okay everybody's different didn't expect it so I added pineapple mint to my garden bed and then in my new bags I had a few months ago put some old sprouted potatoes some soil I've been watering them and they are growing green leaves there it's working gardening works um so I'm really curious and excited to pull those out because I had planted potatoes like maybe eight or nine months ago and I pulled them all out too soon and nothing was really there and it was just t- a total loss. So I'm really going to wait this time um, until it's like definitely ready to pull the potatoes out and I will keep you guys posted. Um, and then I also have been, what is it called? Propagating? I've been cutting doing cuttings of my basil and my mint, putting them in water, letting the roots grow, you know, change the water every few days. So I just put out some of my cuttings into some of my new buckets of dirt from Amazon. And I'm really excited for those because I, you guys, never enough mint. Money doesn't grow on trees, but mint does. And mint is kind of like money, (laughs) kind of so I'm just excited about that and then I also ordered a bunch of tomatoes from a nursery and planted them so because last year tomatoes you know that was really rewarding and fulfilling to just cut into some sweet ass juicy tomatoes so I ordered a bunch of different varieties I'd never even heard of planted them probably planted them wrong too close together poorly in all ways but again it's it's gardening is also like gambling you know you're just like throw it in there and you might maybe it's more like investing or growing you might get some benefits and you might lose it all so it's very like a organic natural earth mothery way earthish way to gamble and invest love it chasing the highs everywhere we turn and look so that's my garden update. Very excited about it. Like 
I also have that thing called the Lettuce Grow, which is like this big tower where you buy the seedlings on their website. And so that has been providing me with some leaves, some like lettuce leaves, which I've been using in my morning breakfast tacos, which if you follow me on Patreon and you've seen my live streams there, patreon.com slash estherworld, you've seen me making my world famous breakfast taco, which is world famous to about 12 people. Excuse me. Um, favorite movies. I'm gravitating towards this question because I watched my favorite, one of my favorite movies last night. I, okay, mental health update as well. I get so many messages from you guys that when I talk about mental health, it really resonates with you. And that one makes me so fulfilled, so encouraged, so happy, fulfilled, fulfilled, fulfilled. But two, I'm really surprised because I'm like, am I the only real ass bitch out here who's just keeping it so, so honest and real about my mental health struggles? I mean, I know I'm not a lot of there's amazing people who are, but I I think more people could be doing it. So that's been motivating and inspiring to me to share. So I will share that this week I really did have a dip um, and I could feel it, which is such good progress for me, like recognizing that this is an emotional dip and as opposed to being like, I'm so down, my whole life sucks, everything is bad, you know, I, I can kind of pick up on the pattern where you think about something and you're like, I don't want to do that. And then you think of another thing, you're like, I don't want to do that either. Everything is bad. I have to cancel everything. Oh, okay. That's not how I really feel. I'm in a dip. I'm in a mood. This is a mood. It's not me. It's just a mood. So it was helpful for me to really recognize that and be like, okay, we're just going to work through it. And I ended up putting on one of my favorite movies, Back to the Future, and just comfort food for, you know, comfort food movie. Um, And it helped me. me, You know, it was just memories, fun, feeling good. And I actually think that part of the dip occurred this past weekend because I had a day where I really didn't have anything planned. And as much as I was really needing that because I've been kind of busy lately, that is just not the way for me because when I, I've also been so tired this week, fucking daylight savings is like, needs to be canceled because it's, it's unacceptable. So I, where was I? I was in a dip. I felt it. I was tired. Oh, I had a day where I didn't have a lot planned and you guys, I fully fell into the trap of like, looking at social media, looking at my phone, checking my email, checking text, just just really phone, 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 phone. And I noticed after a couple hours of that, I felt really low. And that shit doesn't fly. That's not acceptable for me to be doing. Am I going to do that, slip up and do that once in a while? Yeah, that's going to keep happening. That's okay. I just have to, when you fall off your horse, you get back up. So I would never ride a horse, by the way. I'd be way too scared. So, um, you know, that just made me realize, like, for me, planning ahead, having things that I know I have to do, have to get to, is really helpful. I also had an assignment due, which I, those, those can also get me into a funk, because then you, when you procrastinate, that's just, like, such a downer, because then, 
oh my God, I didn't do it yet. I have to do it, but I didn't do it. So I'm bad and you're bad. You suck. So I was just like dealing with that, but I'm proud to announce I picked up on it. I recognized it and I turned it around. Um, and I guess good job. <laughs> I guess I'm amazing. No, I suck. Um, I wonder like, doesn't everyone have that? Everyone has dips, right? No one's just like, I wake up every day and I have energy and I love everybody. Cut to everyone is like that and some of us are just bummers. Um, someone asked thoughts on astrology. I've talked about this before. Astrology, I don't, it's not for me. I was going to say bad things about it, but too many people I know actually are really into it and it's not good to yuck someone's yum. So I'm going to politefully, politefully, that's not the word. Oh no, I'm, I'm sick. I'm going to politely say that astrology is not my preference. So you'll never know what I really think other than it's not my preference. Um, there was some other things. You guys obviously were very psyched that there's going to be a Britney Spears, a Britney Murphy investigative two-part documentary series into her death on HBO Max. I don't know when it's coming out or if it's even filmed yet. I obviously already emailed my agent. I was like, if there's any, they need commenters or obsessive fans, please let me know. He wrote me back, LOL. But I am obsessed with Bernie Murphy. I'm obsessed with everything about her and her life. Obviously, watching that series will be a huge deal because no one has really done a very serious investigative deep dive into her horribly tragic early passing. So we will, as Brittany Murphy fans, stands, Brittany Murphy stands, we'll look forward to that. And then I also read that there's an R-rated Mrs. Doubtfire. So director Chris Columbus says he's open to making a documentary about the creation of the film Mrs. Doubtfire, showcasing some of Robin Williams' hilariously funny R-rated material. And he he says that he would have Robin Williams do one to three scripted takes and then let him do whatever he'd want and the takes after that, which is pretty typical for shooting. You know, I would say on shows that are open to improv, um, for example, especially on Alone Together, since we were the creators on that show, was we could pretty much do whatever we wanted with the scripts. So we would get it scripted, get, you know, get the appropriate takes scripted, and then, all right, do like a fun pass, a fun run. Um, we had different names for it, but basically then you would just do like a crazy pass where we just invent the whole scene up from scratch. Um, and it says that the hypothetical documentary could include interviews with Columbus, the editor and the producer. So I, I don't know how I feel about this. R rated Mrs. Doubtfire takes, cause I feel like honestly, it's a bummer to say, but I feel like those funny r-rated takes are going to be fucking offensive right he was playing a woman this was an era where that was funny right it's like really funny that a guy was a girl like i don't want to you know shit on that movie because that movie is so good i loved it growing up like but i just feel like that's a really scary area that i'm curious about but i don't 
know what good it will do but I'm curious if that will happen because I do think that's a cool thing that's happening in entertainment which a lot of people hate this right they're like stop resurrecting old things leave them alone like why are there no new ideas in Hollywood and like totally fair point I hear you I see you like we don't need the Parcheesi game the movie but I'm not that against it like I think it's cool um to see newer versions of things I it doesn't take away the old version it just adds to the it adds to the property the what would you call it the universe I don't know so I'm into that stuff so I'm always curious to see new adaptations of things I'm allowed to hate them but I want to fucking see them uh so like as a back to the future stan part two is my favorite I would be so open to some sort of reboot or a new take on on the movies now I probably will hate them I will probably think they're terrible um but I'm open to it. I'd love to see what you got. I'd love to see what you got. So I feel like that has been our time together here on Esther Club. I appreciate you guys. Um, I really, really cannot thank you enough for your support of Sleepover by Esther. I feel like it's weird. It's such a creatively satisfying business. Like, it, And it doesn't seem like it would be, right? Like, I write and perform. Why is making clothes creatively satisfying to me? But it, it, it is. It's like the perfect amount of creativity for me. Um, so sleepoverbyester.com if you want to pre-order the Taco Bell hoodie. I, this, I know the sweatpants are gone, um, but the factory has already ordered the fabric. Like we're on our way to getting more sweats and stuff like that. So I'm really excited too for the designs that I'm working on. And that's basically it, um, you guys. Oh, oh my God. Tour date. I have a tour date. I'm going to try to do stand-up in this era of who knows what it is. I'm coming to Phoenix, Arizona, Thursday, April 29th. I'm doing one show, Stand-Up Live is the name of the club. You can get tickets on their website. It's just going to be one show, so get tickets um and that's it and I might be adding more cities and I'll let you know might come to Texas if you guys want comment let me know Texas Florida what else do you got you guys I appreciate you thank you for listening to Esther Club check out my other podcast bloodbath glowing up and um that's it see you guys next week oh I can't do a peace sign because I think I sprained my thumb so I, this is my peace sign tonight because this thumb doesn't work anymore. Okay, bye. Stay positive and fun. It's Esther